Folks, welcome back. We know it's been too long. You know what time it is. Episode 50 of Good Clean Sports is here, folks. In the studio at Lotta Street. My man, Deuce Corciani. Am I right? What's up, Deuce? Let's get it. What's good, Young Peaks? How you doing, Young Blood? Hey, man, I'm living. It's been about, what, three, four months since we did a podcast? Maybe even more? I think it's been since Nam. What do you think? Literally since Nam, folks. But happy to be with you. Happy to waste more of your time. We have some special guests this week, but before we do that... Deuce, what's the rundown? What's the agenda here? Mike Lowe, can we get a little social media, young man? Oh. Oh. We have to inform you guys that Michael Allen Logan, one of our co-hosts, moved back to Mobile, Alabama for the summer. He's at, actually, what's his internship right now? He's doing so. He's grinding down there. Oh, yeah. He's doing a marketing social media for the Mobile Sports Hall of Fame. Give that a follow on Twitter if you get a chance, folks. Don't forget to follow us on social media on Twitter, Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, iTunes. The name's the same. It does not change. Nope. All you got to do is search Good Clean Sports, and you can find us on all of those platforms. This is a great episode to catch up on. Yo, we hadn't done an episode in about five, six months, I think. Took a little hiatus break. Uh, PK had to, you know, knock out a little, you know, some credits with school. I had to finish up. I just graduated. I actually have one PE class online. I got a knockout right now. But, yeah, we're talking LeBron James. LeBron, he just went to L.A., signed a little deal. PK, we're going to get his take on that since, you know, he's he's uh, his, his secret agent over there. I'm a bronze sexual dude, so you can just go ahead and say <laughs> You are a bronze sexual. We're also going to talk about NBA free agency in general. We're going to talk about the NBA draft. We're going to see, you know, the snubs. Who's the Greg Oden of this draft? We got a little World Cup since we got some soccer fanatics in the building right hey, now. Weekly shout-outs, cash or pass, and we got the Mobile Madman segment with Michael Allen Logan joining us from Mobile. And we also have two special co-hosts. These are, you know, two very, very young strapping lads right here. And I'm very happy that you guys can join us. First off, we're gonna go ahead and lead it off. We got John Irby in the building from Sewanee. He's a Raleigh legend. How you doing, young Jonathan? Doing well. Happy to be here. Long time friend of the program. And gave these guys enough grief about not getting 50 out that they had me here to join them today. Herb, Herb Nation, you gotta give. I know you don't like to brag about yourself, but you know, give a little bio because the GCS listeners want to know who you are. Who the hell are you? You know, I, I've not really done anything, but I've been around a lot of great people, grew up at a great time, went to a great school, just happy to be here, and you know, ready to throw down some hot takes, uh, trying to bring a little something to the table for y'all today. Folks, uh, Irby's humble, but like, you know, you talk to people that know real names around Raleigh, you know, you got the Stotts Battles, the Will Roaches, Irby's name is up there on that list, folks, just Guys, so you know. This guy loves hoops, I kid you not, he's the type of guy, he'll, do, he'll write a scouting report before the Milwaukee Bucks-Detroit Pistons game, just for the hell of it. Speaking of basketball, folks, we got Deuce's brother, young budding superstar at the University of South Carolina, Tommy Corciani, how you doing, TC? I'm doing good, I'm doing good, I'm a little nervous, though, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna speak for me and Irby on this one. You know, I got my notes ready. You know, no, I guess not. So, <laughs> I guess we're all nervous our first time, right? Uh, yeah, you know. A <laughs> hey, true or false? You were rated the NCAA tournament's most ugly dude uh, back in 2016, 2017. It was. It was. Uh, I think it was true, PK. I think it was. Well, you think it was true that you were, in fact, the ugliest player in the country? That's, that's what they said. All right, I mean, at this point, I think we got to go ahead and jump into the weekly shout-outs. PK, what you got? All right, shout-out to my main man, Dan Gilbert, for being unequivocally the worst owner in franchise sports history, folks. But I will give him a shout-out today. He had a very classy letter about LeBron's free agency move to L.A. 
I think it showed that he's grown from his big mistake about his awful letter in all caps about LeBron when he left for Miami in 2010. So props to you, Dan Gilbert, but you're still a clown, bro. I, I respect that you uh, that you hate the man, Dan Gilbert. But uh, I'm going to have to go. I got to give a weekly shout out to Thon Maker of Australia. Uh, they were probably up by about 30 points against the Philippines yesterday. And he just went out with a full-out karate move. You know, a lot of guys in America like to throw their hands. They like to swing. They like to throw the haymakers and, and shit. But this guy went out with the full kneecaps. He was extending the legs. You know, this guy's like seven feet. And he was out here. I won't say he's a black belt. I'll give him a yellow belt. That was very yellow belt-ish. I want you guys to go watch that video. All you got to do is search Don Maker, and you can see his his nice kicks against the Philippines out there, you know, kicking against Tim Ocampo. Shout out to Don <laughs> Maker and the boys. Let's get it. But, like, why do I feel like he kind of fought like you would, dude? I mean. You're a scrapper. I am a scrapper, and if we got to go legs, we'll go legs, you know? I hear you. Irby, what you got? I'm going to have to give a shout out to my man Francesco Molinari. Ooh. Being a golfer, got to go with my golfer, guys. I was watching this Sunday after I got home from playing around the golf. You know, that's what us people who like golf right. do. We play He's golf, we watch golf right after. Anyway, I love it. at first turn on the TV, I see him rolling just a bomb of an eagle putt to start the back nine. I watch him for another hour and a half. Do not see that man make anything but a birdie. Ran away with it, won by eight strokes, shot 21 under. First Italian, shout out young Deuce. Let's get it. First Italian to win on tour since 1947. Mm. Shout out to the man. Wasn't even going to play in the tournament. Decided last minute he was going to ditch the French Open. Play in the Quicken Loans. Man, hoist the trophy on Sunday. Shout out. Herbom. Herbom. This man, Irby, came prepared with 1947 statistics, <laughs> folks. That's how you do it. TC, what you got? I want to give a shout-out to my main man, Luka Doncic, the Don, the Slovenian legend, uh, the guy who put up 14-5 and five in the Euro League, the same league that Ricky Rubio as a 20-year-old put up 5-4, and four. the Greek freak as an 18-year-old put, put up 2-8 and eight minutes. Ugh. We got Dario Saric and Aluda FS, 11-5 as a 22-year-old. I, I, I think he's got a promising future. People. Cash or pass, the Dallas Mavericks get 40 wins this upcoming season uh, with Luka. I'm gonna cash that in. That's a Mike Logo. You think cash? And Mo Bamba. Uh, I'm gonna have to Mike say. Logo cash. I'm gonna have to say pass. Ooh. I don't, don't want to dive too far into it because we got a lot of good things coming for you guys. But let's just say that that Western Conference is a beast right now. It's looking like a monster. It's not something to be messing with. And the Mavs, while they got a lot of talent, they got youth, and you know they don't have the experience. They got a lot of good things to be excited about. But this year, I don't see 40 happening. Yeah, but they got JJ Barea, man. What are you talking about? That man, uh, I'll never question him. He's got swag. <laughs> Just look at his girl. Anybody tell you that I miss practice? If, if, if a coach say I miss practice and y'all hear it, then that's that. I mean, I might have missed one practice this year. But if if somebody say he doesn't come to practice, it can be one practice. Out of all the practices this year, that's enough. If I can't practice, I can't practice, man. I'm hurt, I'm hurt. All right, folks, joining us this week on episode 50 of Good Clean Sports is probably our most loyal and longtime supporter, Spencer Wright. Mr. Wright, how you doing today? Doing good, Peaks. I appreciate uh, you giving me the time to come on. Yes, sir. So, obviously, like I said, you've been a very longtime avid supporter of the program. How did you first hear about Good Clean Sports, and uh, how did you become such a fan? 
Yeah, I was actually thinking about that today. I feel like I was probably just like going through SoundCloud trying to find some new podcasts to listen to. And I'm pretty sure I ran across you fellas like after I think episode three or four and thought I'd give it a shot, listen to a couple of them. You know, definitely thought you guys were coming up, thought it sounded really cool. I mean, you know, your first couple guys, I mean, you had Nas here and I mean, eventually you guys have what, John Harbaugh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, other big name guys. And so, I mean, it just kind of kept up and I mean, just the interaction all you guys have with each other, um, you know, just a little bit of the back and forth. Um, and then, you know, the great questions you, each of y'all have whenever you have a host on, you know, whether it be, you know, local guy like Darren Vaughn or, you know, again, the John Harbaugh, some of the players that stay coaches, stuff like that. It's just, you know, it's really cool to see you guys do that and just really, you know, get into it and ask some good questions. Well, I really appreciate that. So you mentioned that you heard us probably around episode three or four and I'm impressed that you kept listening because not to say that we're that good now but whenever we go back and listen to old episodes they sound awful compared to the ones now it seems like it just repetitions uh, allowed us to get a lot better wouldn't you say yeah I definitely give you that I mean that's one thing uh, you know in life doing anything you only get better in time and that's definitely I agree with you some of those first ones were a little rough but uh, yeah y'all's mixing getting the songs in the transitions between each thing definitely got a lot better as things have come along and said I mean when you guys are able to work with uh, the legend DG here in uh, North Carolina that's really cool and I'm sure that you know a bunch of those guys through the radio giving you guys great um, pointers to kind of bring things up and I definitely have to say you guys have come a long way yeah man we've been really fortunate to have a lot of people in the local media like you said DG and people like Joe Obvious really support us from the beginning so as you know as everyone knows now uh, NBA free agency is getting kind of shaken up DeMarcus Cousins signs a mid-level exception with the Warriors for five million nobody saw that coming do you think that this move by DeMarcus Cousins is really bad for the league or just another story that could add up to a very interesting season i think it's just another story that can add up um because i mean that's look boogie really took a shot at himself you know he's coming off a pretty big injury um you know a lot of questions in the air is he going to be ready in time you know listening to all the guys on espn you know boogie saying he's going to come back he's going to be ready for training camp but a lot of people are saying you know don't don't rush it back. I mean, you look at stuff like Andrew Luck and all of those other guys coming off big surgeries, stuff like that. That it just you don't want to rush it. So, you know, him taking a bet on himself, you know, a little over five mil for one year. You know, I hope it pans out for him. You know, I've always been a fan of him. You know, with the Kings and then down to the Pelicans, and you know, I think given the right situation, I mean, the Warriors, I mean, can't really get any better than that. So, I think. You know, hopefully it'll be able to show off his true talent. Hopefully he will be able to stay, you know, healthy through this year and be able to bank on that going into free agency next year. I hear you. So switching teams, do you think LeBron and his cast of right now, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Alonzo Ball, Rondo, Lance Stevenson, a couple other pieces, do you think that's enough to really make a splash in the playoffs or are they still banking on getting Kawhi? They've still got to be banking on getting Kawhi. I mean, no offense because, I mean, you're, I mean look, they're bringing in – you know, these guys that have been in the league for a couple of years, especially with Rondo, I think he might be a great mentor for some of those younger guys because, you know, he was able to play with the Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and those guys, yeah. you know, with the Celtics. So I'm thinking, you know, that might help them along because the Lakers really do have a real young team. Um, so I think that can help. But, I mean, really, you're looking at Rondo coming off the bench and Lance coming off the bench too. So, 
I mean, I think they're right now with just LeBron. I mean, it's the best case scenario that he could probably get them to a two, but more likely a three seed coming out of the West. Oh, absolutely. So we're going to switch sports a little bit and talk a little golf. Obviously, Tiger Woods has been in and out of contention. He's played well in stretches since he kind of fell off after the whole scandal. But I think he's at, what, 14 majors right now. Jack's record's 18. Do you think he'll ever reach that, or is it beginning to look like he won't? Uh, I'm going to say he probably won't. I mean, definitely he's coming a long way this season. I mean, I've always been a big proponent of him. Uh, I was able to spend a little bit of time working with the PGA Tour right out of college for about a year and a half, traveling around, doing stuff uh, with hospitality. And, and just that was back in 2012. And, I mean, back then was right when he was trying to make that first comeback. And just seeing, the, you know, he won, I think, like four or five tournaments that year. And being able to be at, I was at the Arnold Palmer down in Orlando, and just to witness, even after the scandal, his first comeback, just the power that he had then, and the fan following is just, it's amazing what he's done for golf, but, you know, if he's able to eke out another couple, you know, just regular tournaments, you know, places he's played before, Torrey Pines, so down in Orlando, maybe the Hero Challenge and all that, he might be able to get another just couple in his under his belt, but... For majors, um, I think until he gets that flat stick working, I mean, I know he's making a couple moves on his putters. Uh, you know, he seemed pretty good this past week. Um, but I think he's still he's still trying to piece it all together after that back surgery. So you mentioned that you worked for the PGA and stuff around hospitality right out of college. What exactly did you do? Yeah, so the company I worked for is based out of Winston-Salem. Uh, they were contracted to do signage and then uh, hospitality for specific uh, vendors. And so mine was actually FedEx, which was cool because you know, they're the major sponsor of the tour. So I was able to travel around all over the U.S. right out of college. I got to meet the Ricky Fowlers, the Sergio Garcias, the uh, – who else? Uh, Justin Rose. Oh, wow. And those, yeah, those type of guys. So – that was pretty cool. Uh, that's when I was, uh, you know, I've always been pretty big into golf growing up and everything, but it was, you know, getting these autographs with these guys, you know, pitchers, getting to talk to Ricky Fowler. I mean, he's probably one of the most down-to-earth guys I've ever met, uh, but it was just cool to be able to do that. I hear you, man. Well, like I said earlier, we really can't thank you enough for being one of the longest, you know, most avid supporters we have, and we wouldn't be anything without people supporting us along the way. I know, like we mentioned earlier, we've come a long way from those early days with a lot of awkward pauses and not good sound quality. Is there anything you wanted to leave the viewers with before we uh, let you go here? Uh, I just want you all to keep it up, man. You know, I, I'm happy I'm able to rep y'all's brand, getting to take that hat to Yankee Stadium, getting to take it to the Notre Dame NC State game this past year and stuff. You know, some notoriety around Wilmington. I think the same guy has seen me twice with a hat on and asked me if I've been your roommate. And I didn't know the guy, <laughs> but he always, whenever I see him, he was always wearing an old school Winston Cup hat. And so that's the only guy that I know. He was like, yeah, I know Peaks and all them. And so it was just, you know, I'm glad to be able to help you boys out and give y'all shout outs on twitter and uh just keep doing what you're doing hey man that that picture of the hat at yankee stadium and in the notre dame game those are awesome we love seeing stuff like that so greatly appreciate it man absolutely peaks well have a good one man appreciate it all right man take it easy you too All right, fellas, I hate to do this to you, but being the immense Bron sexual that I am, we got to talk about LeBron. His move to L.A. just happened, folks. Mm. He didn't stay in Cleveland. 
He didn't go elsewhere. He went to LA. Magic Johnson, folks. What do y'all think? But were you surprised by that, though? No, I wasn't surprised. I feel like we all kind of felt like LA was the underlying theme throughout the whole process, which I'm glad he didn't drag out. But I was kind of hoping for something different. I wanted a wild card like a Denver or like a Philly, just something to shake things up. But LA shakes things up just as much, and I like the move. To be expected, you know, Vegas had Los Angeles as the clear favorite. It only got stronger. His kid signed to play basketball there for high school. Yeah, it's a good business decision for later on in life. Mm-hmm. The man might as well be his own enterprise. You know, he's not just LeBron James. He is LeBron James. Let's get it. Yeah, I mean, I felt like I felt like it was, you know, in for the makings for a couple months now. When you looked at what Los Angeles did, especially, you know, rooting back to the Cleveland trade when they did the, around, what, January? Yep, yep. When they dealt Isaiah Thomas to L.A., and they got Larry Nance and Jordan Clarkson. They kind of freed up space. They started working for this move early, early before everybody thought it. I thought maybe Philly had a chance. You know, Embiid, Ben Simmons, they got good things working. But at the end of the day, Los Angeles just seemed to me the best destination for the guy. Uh, they also bring in Rondo. They bring in Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee. I'm very interested to see how that man Lance Stevenson bonds with LeBron James because I feel like he could be the Rodman on that team. But, dog, having Rondo and Lance Stevenson and JaVale McGee on the same team, dude, it's going to look like the silent lunch table. Like, those dudes are just freaking crazy, but if they can play ball and mess with LeBron, I'm cool with it. But, dog, that's wild. To me, this this move is uh... – this is this is pathetic, in my opinion. It, it makes me Ooh. question his 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 uh, his intentions, his goals. Does he want to win a championship? Does he want to be in L.A. with the acting, the hoopla? Or are, are we gonna get these constant narratives of the PKs in the world of he doesn't have enough help? So I mean, what do you he's, want? He's, he's he can make his own decision. What do you want he's him to going, do? Go, go. Let's win. Get win. Be oh, the let's win. Let's, let's beat the Warriors. Be the that's that's super time. easy to do. So yeah. where where did you where did you want him to land? Take take the brace on your wrist and go to Houston and and win a championship. Uh, so we so PKs can can <laughs> stop. So we can stop hearing this every finals appearance. I just at the end of the day, and I know PK, you're over here steaming over here. You want to get you want to get your take, but Houston to me, especially with signing Chris Paul to that four year big deal, they seem the most crippled and they had the least amount of flexibility. I like where your head's at, TC. I don't know. Are you a business major? I'm not, you know. I don't know if you know how the contracts construct, but L.A. had the most flexibility. They had a lot of freedom. I'm glad LeBron is going to enjoy that L.A. sunshine. Signed a four-year deal as well. Shows commitment to the franchise, which is something that he would not give Cleveland in all of his bargaining there. As well, kind of sticks it to the man, Dan Gilbert. Gets a little jab in there without actually taking a jab, which, let's be for real here, behind closed curtains, LeBron loves to do that. Mm-hmm. The man loves <laughs> to have power. And as well, you have a lot of flexibility with all the cap room that the Lakers have, like our man Duciani was saying. Yeah. You just, there's a bright future ahead. I mean, it might not happen this year. Not going to be expected to happen this year. It's going to take its time. But they, sw- they signed Kawhi Leonard this year. You never know. Things can get rolling real quick. I mean, he's been out of the game for a while now. I don't think he's going to miss a step when he comes back. Personally, you take that much time off, you got to come back healed. Mm. Absolutely. You add someone like Kawhi Leonard, that takes 75% of the defensive pressure off of an aging LeBron James. Why would he go to Houston where James Harden literally has never looked at the word defense? He can't spell it. He can't read it. He can't do anything. He can't play it. That's for damn sure. The man's a magician with the ball, but he's like Kyrie. Can you count on him on defense? Can you count on him in the playoffs? Because so far, his track record says no. Uh, I mean, I, I think he'll enjoy the Santa Monica beaches 
can be Luke Walton, LeBron, and PK. Who enjoyed the beach, not the Rams? Hey, fun fact though, not him and Luke Rams. Walton were in the same draft class. Let that marinate. That's crazy. Folks, you know what time it is. It's the best time of the damn show. The Mobile Madman Minute with Michael Allen Logan. Mike, what's up, man? How you doing? Living it up, man. 22nd birthday today, so it's been a good day. So, okay, tell the listeners what is there to do on your birthday, happy 13th birthday, by the way, to for <laughs> someone in Mobile? Well, honestly, nothing. I mean, there's stuff to do, but... I gotta get up early tomorrow and go do some stuff for this internship I'm doing. So, I am not doing anything, unfortunately. It's all downhill after 21 anyway. There's no other good It really is. Hey, so speaking of this internship, what uh, what are you doing down there in Mobile? We, the GCS listeners need to know. I feel like you gotta fill them in. So, go ahead and break it on down. And and how much are you getting paid, too? No, I'm just messing. But, but what are you doing? <laughs> uh... I'm interning with the Mobile Sports Hall of Fame. I'm basically just running a Twitter account, uh, Facebook, Instagram, that kind of stuff, social media. And then I'm also uh, going to re- start retouching up their website. So I'm going to be working on that. Then there's this other thing, this special project we're doing. Uh, partner with this thing called this Rain Group. Rain Group, and it's uh, by Monique Henley. And uh, it's basically giving back to the less fortunate in the area, basically homeless kids and less fortunate, giving them school uniforms, okay. socks, underwear, backpacks, stuff like that. So we'll be out there doing that. Uh, that'd be pretty sweet. I'm basically taking uh, sound bite. I'm getting sound bites from some old famous mobile athletes and the 18th Surgeon General actually uh, getting sound bites to take to the media. So all the media outlets in mobile. And who are some notable names that are, have been inducted into the Mobile Sports Hall of Fame? Uh, former pitcher Jake Peavy, Cy Young Award hey. winner. Uh, yeah, you got Cleon Jones, part of the 19, uh, 1969 Amazing Nets World Series team. Okay. Actually, that whole outfield, Amos Otis, Cleon Jones, and uh, Tommy Agee, uh, they're all from Mobile, actually. Wow. Believe it or not. Buster yeah. right? How are you not about to name yourself in that list, though? You didn't say future inductees, man. Ooh, well played, young Michael. Damn, got my ass. All right, random question, Mike. Random question. Jersey Mike's or Jimmy John's? Oh, shit. Um, Jersey Mike's. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Hey, uh, Burger King or McDonald's? Oh, you know, I'm getting on the heavy set side again. So I don't tell me that. You don't gotta, tell me this. I, I got to lay off of uh, the fast food here, but uh, McDonald's. Ooh. All right, so you mean to tell me that you're not on the Chris Brickhouse workout 78 times a week plan anymore, Mike? No, not anymore. That lasted uh, like a whole two and a half hours, maybe. Not even pretty much, so nah. Well, dog, so Deuce implemented this new program for GCS people that we have to do boot camp every morning, so we're going to send you the workout, and you're going to be expected to do it seven days a week. Is that cool? Yeah, that's cool. I need to anyway, man. Do I have to pay you to be my trainer, or is this, this like a benefit with a thing with all this? Is it a benefit? No, it's a benefit for you, Michael. Nothing in oh. life is free, Mike. You, you know what? That is very true. That is 100% true. 
All right, Michael, so earlier tonight, I'm just going to ask you this. We tweeted and used the name Jesus Christ in a tweet talking about how good basketball players were. You saw that? You saw that? Okay, all right, so tell me that it's it's not blasphemous for me to think that someone being outraged at the respectful comedic use of the term Jesus Christ is probably a little too uptight. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying, yeah, it's a lighthearted joke. Thank they you. need to lay it off. Like, come on, there would be a way too uptight with that. I thought it was freaking hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. I'm just, I just had to get your input on that because it had me questioning my priorities. <laughs> nah, and you were clapping back at him pretty good, so I, I like that too. It gave me a good laugh. I feel like this is only fitting right now since you are the Mobile Madman yourself. We gotta go to another Mobile guy, Boogie Cousins. Demarcus Cousins just Man. chose to sign with the Golden State Warriors. You know. He, he helped them out a lot. I know they needed a lot of help this offseason. Uh, but what's your what's your take on him deciding to go to Golden State when everybody, including you know PK over here, thought he was going to go to L.A.? Uh, you can add me onto that list, too. I thought he was headed to L.A. with Brian Brown. But, I mean, the Warriors have been struggling the past couple of years. Uh, they, they've been in and out of the lottery, the Warriors. You know what I mean? They really so they have. Really, uh, they needed some help, so. I think it was a great move for them. I mean, Boogie's a bitch, but that's just going to be a Warriors man. It's not even going to be fair. You like the new Drake album? Yes, it's actually really good. I like it. Is it better than Machine Gun Kelly? See, that's a tough one. That's very tough. Now I'm playing, yeah, I mean, probably by a popular vote, that would probably be a yes, but everybody has their different uh, taste in music, I guess. All right, I hear you. Who wins in a fight, you or Deuce? Oh, that's an easy question, me man. What's up? Wow, you said you've been eating a couple of Twinkies down there, getting a little, getting a little chubby. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've been doing I'm hot yoga. Good, I'm eating good. <laughs> I've been doing hot yoga four days a week, big fella. I just want to let you know that. Hey, you need to. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm playing. It would be a good fight, though. Definitely, it'd be it'd be fun. It'd be a fun thing to do. Would it? Would it be like fun? Yeah, it would be fun. Fighting, it's fun if it's all lighthearted. You know what I mean? Like sport. That's all good. Hey, in, in a perfect world, just one day down in Mobile, the lovely Mobile, Alabama, what is, like, what's a, the ideal from waking up at 6 a.m., start your day, to the very end of the day? Just break it on down. What What's the ideal day in Mobile, Alabama? <laughs> I mean, it depends. I mean, there's... A lot of stuff to do, low key kind of, but basically, either pretty much going to end up on a body of water, either okay. the river, like Dog River. We got down here; it's fun to go out on a boat, wakeboard, wake ski, stuff like that. That's all fun. Go to Dolphin Island. Go out on the island. Go to Sand Island. This little, like, little mini island that you get to by boat, right, like right off the beach. Oh, Gulf that's Shores how you get to an island, damn. Hey, Mike, it's yeah. your boy Irby. How you doing? What's up, baby? I got a quick question for you. you when yeah. it comes to getting solo dubs, you get you producing more in Raleigh, or you producing more out there in Mobile? The crowd wants to know how that Redhead Five is doing on the Fortnite battlefield. Mm. I like the I like the shout out. Uh, y'all can all add me. Whoever's listening, they'll add me. We can Fortnite it up. Uh, Fifty dollars for a carry. For what's a dub. the <laughs> what's, Hey, what's the screen name? That Redhead Five. Okay, baby. that Redhead Five. I've had it actually since I got my Xbox, but solo does. I'm not much of a solo player. I play with squads a lot, so I don't really play solo that much. But I've been doing some squad dubs. Got four in a row the other night. 
a matter of fact. Hey, squad is like that's like G League though. I thought solo. That's the that's the nah, bro, that's where the big boys play. Teammates. It's harder to work with teammates. Cause some people are running off, like doing their own thing. It's math and shit. You don't know. You don't play the game, dude. I'm telling you, bro. Ooh, Mike Logo is TC. What's up, TC? Hey, and you you know I play the game, and uh, that that's kind of like <laughs> KD. That's KD esque in my opinion, man. That's it. You're teaming up, fun. <laughs> Hey, that's the new thing nowadays, you know what I mean? I might as well join that bandwagon. Yeah, I, I'm at you, though. We, we, gotta, we gotta spot up. Yeah, let's run it up. Let's run up a check. This $50. man said $50 for a carry. I'm done. <laughs> I'll give you all a prorated discount at 25 I'll give you all 50% off, you know what I mean? Ooh, okay, a little, a little coupon for the, the Mobile Madman? Yeah. Um, anything on your mind that you would like to, you know, press upon the viewers? This, this is your moment to shine. <sighs> wow. Um, I don't know. It's good to be back on GCS. This is awesome. Hey, Episode you're telling 50. us, man. Long time in the making. We, we forgot how to podcast. Uh, I mean, shoot. Go follow Mobile Sports Hall of Fame at me and play Fortnite. Okay. Just thank everybody for listening. Shoot. Yes, sir. Well, you know, we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule down there in Mobile. Spending a couple <laughs> minutes with the good, clean sports boys. And uh, we look to see you soon, brother. When are you coming back? Probably around the first, second week of August. But I got to come back up there and get all my stuff. But I'm just going to take one solo weekend go ham up there yeah come get a solo dub in Raleigh shit I get better Wi-Fi down there that's a damn shit <laughs> oh man alright folks Mike appreciate the time and we'll be talking to you soon alright man Peace. see you later hey cash or pass the LA Lakers are the third best team in the west as a pass, as a quick pass. You think you think they're not? Yeah, the West is, is is strong this year. It's deep. That's a that's a quick pass to a team with a lot of new parts. I think asking a month, you could have a completely different answer. You know, some things are gonna, some dominoes are still gonna fall, but I'm gonna go with pass completely, quick pass. I, I I agree. I think foreshadowing if they can make a Kawhi deal, I think that that's definitely a cash, but. Uh, I look at the West and I see Golden State at one. I see Houston at two, and then I, I see I see a sneaker in the in the Denver Nuggets. No, I'm just messing. <laughs> uh, three, I think you could go a lot of different routes. I think you go OKC. I think LA. Honestly, if you have LeBron James on your team, you have a chance. You got you got a little bit of a chance, and this is a better constructed team already without doing the Kawhi trade than what he was working with in Cleveland. So. I'm going to go a, a very soft pass, but a Kawhi trade worked up will change my mind instantly. What do you think, Peaks? Yeah, it's just like you said. It's going to be about that third spot. It could be the Jazz. could be the Thunder. It could be the Lakers. We really don't know. So the West is going to be wide open other than the top-heavy Giants that are just inherently unfair and have already ruined the game of basketball. Thank you, Boogie Cousins. Can we talk about that, please? Can <laughs> yes, we please yes. talk about that? Breaking Woj Bomb, while uh, earlier today we were all doing our thing, I was playing pick up basketball with Irby and all of a sudden Irby sends out a, a super shout man just really loud you, you you like to keep your composure a lot of the time but you were loud as hell uh Boogie Cousins going to Golden State everybody thought he was going to LA he goes to the Warriors the Warriors I mean this is ridiculous at this point I I, I don't know what y'all think I want to hear what y'all's thoughts are but absolutely atrocious for the NBA. This is starting to look like Barcelona, Real Madrid. It's starting to look like the freaking La Liga in Spain. No, we need more parity. We need this. that's the beauty of this, of of America. You know, everybody's got a chance, and we got 
DeMarcus Cousins joining a freaking super team already. We thought it was ridiculous with Durant. Now we got Boogie? Get out of here with that, nine. What, what do you think? I, I'm, I'm at a loss of words right now. I really do not even know what to say to you guys. I mean, it, it hurt me as a Warriors guy, but I feel like at the end of the day, we can, we can credit this to one man. And that man is LeBron James and the decision in 2000 and what was it? 10. 2010. That was the day. Let, let's be. Let's 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 focus on the facts here, though. We got potential starting lineup: Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond, Draymond Green, Boogie Cousins, with Andre Iguodala coming off your bench and Sean Livingston. I'm not, I'm not comparing the teams. I'm talking about the the decision. The, the, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but the player empowerment move that that LeBron that day with the decision. And people, some people can say it was Boston's big three in the join up, but I think that's changed the league and that's making it more like like, like you said, Barcelona and Real Madrid. What, what's your take? Because I know you're really wounded over here, PK. You wanted Boogie Cousins. I personally thought that would be a great fit in L.A., a little LeBron-Boogie combo with you know Brandon Ingram, Kuzmania. I thought that would have been a really fun team. They still need shooters, I think, but, I mean, they missed out badly, and that puts pressure on getting Kawhi. But what do you think about Boogie going to your favorite team, the team you absolutely love, the Golden State Warriors? All right, well, I'll tell you what I think. So uh, Boogie last year, as we all know, was an Achilles tear or ACL? Achilles. Achilles. I have him on my fantasy team. I heard. Okay, so in a couple of days, folks, you're going to hear this. Um, he's going to go in for an exam, and they're going to find out he's the first person in history to have his brain linked to his Achilles. <laughs> and when he tore his Achilles, his brain just shattered into pieces and became soft and not Boogie Cousins and decided to be Kevin Durant's little biatch and go to Golden State and not get any credit and get like 12 shots a game and play for the greatest team of all time that's already been established, doesn't need him, and they just did it for aesthetic purposes, and they did it because LeBron wow. might be have a better team. <laughs> so it's just wild to me that someone like that who's such a big personality and such a strong dude or what he likes to say he is is just so soft in the middle, dude. Boogie, like, I'll fight you. I won't win, but I'll fight you. Like, if you hear this, please fight me. It would be an honor to fight your dumb ass. <laughs> um, that's all I really got to say about that. I don't really have many strong opinions. I mean, if the rumors are true, they're saying that he's not going to be back until after the All-Star break. He signs for $5.3 million. I mean, it's a, it's a discount, so to say, but it's one year. I think Boogie's just saying, I'm going to ride this wave, collect a ring, then reassess what I want to do after this year. I, I think that's clearly what he's trying to do. I, I don't blame him for it. I think it's a weak move. I don't necessarily respect it, but having never made the playoffs, and when your team does make the playoffs, you have the Achilles issue, it's just got to be a tough pill to swallow year in and year out. And he came from a winning program in Kentucky. He's from Alabama, Mobile. He probably dominated the high school scene. So this man's not used to having lost until he gets to the league. True. He's ready to turn it around. I understand it, but True. at the same time, weak move, dude. Come on. The last thing I want to say about the Boogie Cousins is I it, it kind of a little bit, PK, it kind of irks me when, uh, when I hear the LeBron faithful say that um, – that this move was made because of LeBron. That's that sense of entitlement is. I I don't understand it. It's it's Bob Myers being a, a genius and continuing to have the best team of all time, make the best moves ever. Great character guys, good guys in the locker room, studs, rings. Why did why they add Kevin Durant? Why Kevin Durant go to the Warriors? To win. And why didn't they win? Because LeBron why, James. Oh, okay. Okay. That's why they did. That's why because they. Because if you can add LeBron, if you can add Kevin Durant, are you are are you a, Yes or no? 
If you're a, if Can you're you? a, if you're a general manager and you oh, you have the ability to add Kevin Durant, one hundred percent, definitely. That's why they added Kevin Durant. Yes, but, that's a pipe dream. My my question to you as a you know you're not in that front office position. You're you're a fan. Is that yes. good for basketball? I like it. I mean, it's it's exciting every night. The finals. I just KD feel like LeBron, I feel so. like the regular season. We don't even need to watch it. We we got the outcome of the 2018-2019 NBA champion today. Uh, I mean, there's a, we've there's already a got lot. it. There's got no spoilers. It. Like it's the good. NFL, I don't know. I, I'm an optimistic yeah. Carolina Panthers yeah, yeah, yeah. fan. I don't know who's winning the NFL. The yeah. NBA, I'm pretty deadlocked unless they have the Black Plague over there. <laughs> that Golden State is bringing home another trophy. Yeah. But that's just me. I don't know. Maybe some some people think that you know. Things in Phoenix, they're they're ahead of schedule. They might be pretty good. I don't know. Hey, he does have a have an Achilles and coming off that, you know. We'll, hey, we'll see. Irby, can happen. Irby, what's your golf handicap? I'm a five. Nothing, nothing special. I, I break eighty most times, but if I step on a really good course, yeah, it might not happen. But if you step up against me at the U Club, you might be trembling over. <laughs> hey, there. speaking of though, speaking of, I, I did my golf shout out to the Quicken Loans. Well, next week we got our tournament coming to the Greenbrier, and I have had the chance to play that course. Shout out TPC Old White. Wow, very tough bear of a track. I had my game going that day. I shot a 78. I'll take it to the bank, and I think that this week's going to be fun to watch. And where's that tournament next week you were talking about? The Greenbrier in West Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, folks, I just asked that because Irby is a five handicap. I've never actually golfed an entire round of golf where I kept accurate scores. So me playing against Irby in golf for like the next 10 years is the equivalent of any team playing against the Warriors. You're not going to win. They're better than you. You don't have any chance of doing it, and it's just unfair and bad for the integrity of the league. Yep. Let's be quick with this. I got somebody in my ear telling me we don't have a lot of time left. 30 seconds. Um, best young team on the rise in the NBA. I just, yeah, this is a quick hot take from all y'all. Don't be too plain and boring. We all know that the freaking uh, Utah Jazz are good. So just go ahead and choose somebody that didn't make the damn playoffs. I'm going to have to say the Bulls. You know, you got Laurie Markkinen. Nobody's really talking about him. Nobody's really talking about them. I think they're quietly sitting there doing their thing. You know, I, I mean, I think they're a real dark horse, incredible dark horse. There's a lot of teams that are more prominent than them right now, but definitely dark horse. I'm going with the Bulls. I'm going to have to go with the uh, the Orlando Magic. They just locked up uh, my guy Aaron Gordon today. Long-term deal. They got Mo Bamba. Jonathan, oh, wow. Jonathan Isaac was the guy who was hurt a lot. Very Sleeper. talented. Yep. Uh, they got, you know, I, I like the roster. Jonathan Simmons, shout out to the man. I got the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, is this too overrated to say the Mavs? I mean, is that too played out so far? No, no, one, no one's brought it up. Yeah, GCS can break everything. I mean, I was just going to say that GCS alum, <clears throat> Dennis Smith Jr. is a very prominent player for mm. them. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic sleeps with the fishes. I know you know that reference. <laughs> How good is he? Is he the next Kobe? What is he? A taller Kobe that can... Facilitate more. See, we could dive into this because I really don't know how I feel about Doncic. I don't know what kind of a player. Like, what's his comp? What's his player comp? I feel a lot of ways about him, but I don't know if I feel Kobe about him. Yeah. I think he's got more of a playmaker's mentality. Wants to facilitate a lot more, but at the same time, can fill it up. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think it's a tough player comp because there hasn't been many guys like him with his height and and skills. But I think like a, a presence comp. I would say when when Kristaps Porzingis came in the league. That type of that type of effect on his team and the surprise like uh, nationally ESPN. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna shock a lot of people. 
He's kind of like a. I think he's a. He's a smaller, less athletic Ben Simmons that can shoot it. He can pass. I, I think he can do it all. But is he Big Al though at Chambo? Uh, mm. I, I I think Big Al. Uh, nah, I'm uh, going, Big Al's like a, a Zebo, but yeah. You know the moment we uh, we have the Big little Al kids. Big Al would body him. Big Al would definitely body Luca though. Yeah, the moment we got little kids out of, out in kindergarten class throwing some some trash in the in the in the trash can saying Doncic over <laughs> Kobe Bryant will be the. Uh, <laughs> hey, I was saying Big Al back in the day. That I was saying Big dark. Al. Big Al. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Casher, <laughs> Big Al. Casher Pass, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers of 2018-2019 get 35 wins next year. Casher Pass. Pass. They get 34. They're going to be trash. They're trash without LeBron. I'm sorry. It's a trash organization. It's a trash city. They don't call it the mistake on the lake for a reason, people. Cleveland, mistake. I'm definitely going to have to hop on the pass train. No, don't see much Woo. going on in Cleveland this year. They, if they retain love, they still got to have a lot of good pieces. The only way that they have this happen is if Colin Sexton turns out to be like Donovan Mitchell times two next year. And I don't see that happening as much as I love his tenacity on the floor. Hey, but they got Tyron Lue and they got C.D. Osman. I mean, you can't beat that. Yeah, I'm just ca- kidding. I'm going past. I'm cashing that one though. Just just looking at the roster, if they keep everybody, a lot can happen. But I'm gonna cash that. They got some. They got some good pros. They got Sexton, SEC guy. Shout out. Yeah, to they got Jr. Smith, who's always aware of the end game score. <laughs> hey, ca- cash or pass? Clutch Sports had Clarkson and Nance sent over to Cleveland to free up cap space for LeBron and his move to hundred percent cash. cash. Come on now, I feel like we're all a bunch of idiots for not understanding what that trade was about mid-season last year. Now it's all making sense. Clutch Sports, they're ahead of the game. They're the Illuminati. Wait, I gotta go cash. Hold on, is that Clutch Sports or is that the Lakers trying to free up space? It was a mutually beneficial uh, thing. It's, for a, all it's, a, it's a mafia organization. <laughs> Except okay. Jordan Clarkson or Larry Nance. And how much money did Isaiah Thomas lose, and where will he go next? Oh, dog, he lost like eighty million dollars. Wow. But I mean, that's kind of his fault. He's become a locker room poison. I'm not. I like the guy. I don't want to hate on him. I don't want to do this, but he's a locker room poison, dude. And he's a guy who's thirty years old, had a great year, but he also played for the greatest coach of all time, the kid wonder, Brad Stevens. So the dude's my high. Anyone that's my high, I don't trust to have long term success. I'm sorry. It's just a fact. Like I'll have good days at Chambo, but I'm not stringing together multiple years of that. I'm just sorry. It's a, it's a stat, folks. I'm sorry. I did hear that that team in Greece, Olympiakos, was looking at a at a new point guard. So maybe Isaiah Thomas jumps on him. Maybe Fenerbahce in Turkey. They've been looking for good point guards too. Hey, I'm not giving up completely on him. He's had the hip. He's played with LeBron. Um, uh, I, he did his his money hurt a lot, and I feel for the guy on like on that. But he he signed a one year. He's, he's got a chance to redeem himself wherever he, he may be. He's not gonna be on the Lakers though, right, PK? No, hell no. They yeah. just today they said they're not honoring that con. They're not re-signing them. Um, we do have a little bit of time. I know you guys are y'all aren't the biggest soccer heads, but y'all enjoy a little World Cup every four years. Uh, World Cup updates. We're in the field of 16. Earlier today, we saw the Belgium Fighting Waffles get a dub over Japan. Brazil, Neymar, shout out Neymar, beat Mexico. Mexico, you guys had a great run. Uh, I love what they got with Chicharito and Lozano. They were doing good. And then the day before, what happened the day before? Oh, Croatia beat Denmark, and then Rosia beat Spain in PK's epic match. Russia's moving on. Uh, but I just want to get y'all stick. Who do y'all like? Who's y'all's team? Because uh, I'm Italian and I'm American and I got neither. I got no dog in the fight. But I just want to get y'all's take. Who y'all like? Who you like, Peaks? 
Dude, I'm not a big soccer head. I like Brazil. Uh, I, th- I thought it was a nice ethnic clash of Brazilians versus Mexico, Portuguese versus Spanish. That's about all the soccer uh, insight I have for you folks. What do y'all think? <laughs> I, I'm, I've been a casual watcher. You know, been watching when I can during work. Shout out YouTube TV. And sure. I'm going to have to say, after today, I'm going to have to pull for Belgium. I was watching that game live, and they just, you know, Japan came out. It was tied at halftime. Japan comes out, scores two goals quick to start the second half. Belgium comes back, has two quick equalizers. They take it to 90 minutes tied. They put four extra on the clock. 93 minutes, 30 seconds mark. Boom. Belgium sneaks one in there, takes the dub. I might have had some friends that had some wagers on the game that were going crazy in the group chat. You never know. Either way, book it, cash it, take it to the bank. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Brazil. It kind of remind me of Kentucky basketball, a little driving kick action, shift team, Neymar, everybody, you know, questionable shooters, but they're they're the shiftiest guys out there. I, I like the style, but they still got plenty of soccer, football, whatever the hell you guys call it. They got plenty of soccer left. Let's talk about this Drake album, <laughs> Young Peaks. I mean, Drake's your freaking grandpa, dog. <laughs> What's your favorite song on the album? Dog, I wish Drake was my grandpa, but I'm adopted, so it could be true. Who knows? Um, <laughs> so my favorite song uh, is definitely Finesse, because I'm soft as cheese, folks. I'm not afraid to admit it. But second, I would have to say Mob Ties. Folks, listen mm. to it. He literally talks about murdering XXX in this song. That's not a conspiracy theory. Tommy will back me up on this. I know you don't think Drake's capable of that. He knows you don't think that. That's why he's not going to get in trouble for it. But he killed this man, had him killed, had him touched. OG forever. Yeah, um, I'm I'm cashing it. It wasn't a cashier pass, but I'm I, I love the album. One of my favorites of all time, and uh, emotionless. One of my favorite songs on it, definitely. And I wanna I wanna highlight one of the lyrics. Actually, uh, I know a girl whose one goal was to visit Rome, and she finally got to Rome, and all she did was post pictures for people at home. And uh, you know, put your phone down, people. I I like that. Really kind of hit me. It kind of hit me, PK. That's deep, Tommy. I I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. As a very casual rap fan, stopped listening to rap a long time ago. <laughs> I did give the Scorpion a listen, and I will say that I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a good listen. Uh, not real big. You know, I'm going to have to go with God's Plan is the best. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I knew that one months ago. I'm probably, I'm probably going to have to go with Can't Take a Joke. Pretty good stuff on that. Hey, Can't Take a Joke is hard, dog. But he only has, like, maybe one bad song on 25 songs. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's on there. Michael Jackson's dead, folks, in case you forgot. That's why. Old Steam Irby. Old Steam Room at the YMCA and, and, and read the damn newspaper Irby <laughs> over here. Hey, doesn't I, listen to rap anymore. Get out of here. Hey, I don't know how they got that, that cleared, PK, the, the Michael Jackson. Drake uh, paid his estate, like, 500 k for it. Uh, what is 500 I mean, that's a number that's that was, been thrown that around. Was what, I've heard that was thrown around how much he paid to kill uh, Tentacion, though, right? Or is it, uh, I don't is it know more? how much he paid for that, but probably a lot. Yeah. yeah. But a man's got the bag, so he can do what he wants. Mm-hmm. For the record, I still listen to rap. It's just what I call puberty music. You know, everybody has that music they listen to when they're growing up as a young adult. You know, becoming a young adult, making that transition anyway. 50 Cent, G-Unit, shout out to him. Shout out. Luda. You know, all the classics, Lil John and the East Side Boys, <laughs> North Hills Dances, you you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. What was that song, Holla Back Girl? Oh, Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. That's you, how you spell bananas. Hey, oh. you, put me, you put me on that song, Irby. You burned my first rap CD. I don't think that was a rap song, but you added that one in there. Puberty music, I like that. I'm, I've never heard that before. Well, Irby, I'm glad you brought that up because, like, yeah, I listen to, like, rap and stuff in puberty, but then also, like, I'm hopefully 
out of puberty now, and <laughs> I still listen to rap. So, well, I'm also 5'9", so who knows if I've grown, but, like, is that okay? Like, I haven't changed. Like, my views are still relatively the same. Is that bad? Am I, is my grunt, like, growth stunted? Or? Well, do, yeah. do you have a birth certificate? Yeah. Uh, I actually don't. Um, adopted kids don't have birth certificates. So, how, we don't know how old you are. I'm, I'm just kidding. We do. I'm, I'm 22. Jerb, yeah. is that bad? Do I ask for a friend, too? No, it's not bad at all. I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. I still casually listen to rap. It's not like I'm against it. It's just like I'm, I'm not up on the SoundCloud. I'm not up on the hype pages okay. checking out what's dropping, when it's dropping, who's it by. You know, I used to be all up in that. And then it just got too time-consuming, so I just kind of lost touch with it. Started looking at some other music. Went went to school on the side of a mountain. D three program. Less students in my college than my high school. Shout out to it. <laughs> anyway, it, it kind of just made it so rap wasn't as in my face. Then I wasn't around the culture as much. Long story short, I just stopped listening to it as much. Still like it. Don't love it. You know, if it's great, I'll listen. I'm not going out of my way though. And hey, we'll see where your head's at. Do you listen to Lil Pump? Uh, I can't tell you one song about Lil Pump. That's good. That's she good. Got We're just checking where your head's at. You passed. Before we leave, Deuce, I just got to ask you, and everyone else in the room too, but uh, what are some of the best, I'm not going to say iconic because that gives us too much credit, but what are some of the most important significant memories you have of the Good Clean Sports since its inception and throughout and then our little sabbatical and then now? What would you say some of the best moments we've had? Man, it's just so many great moments uh, and good clean sports, but I will say probably my best moment, and I'm 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 trying not to tear up right now. Yeah, you know, this is this is uh it's dusty in this here. This is serious, man. But uh, I just love giving the weekly shout outs and just you know tapping to the left of me, my little buddy Michael <laughs> Allen Logan, and just saying, Michael, what you got? Every single episode, you know, I just I I love that little squirt. I miss him. Uh, shout out to Mike Lowe, man. That, that's one of my memories. If I got anything else coming up to my head, I'll let you know. But what was your best memory, Peaks? Uh, I remember, you know, we started it in your room at Stanhope, and then we had Markel Johnson fall out of a chair mid-interview with Leonard Freeman. Mm-hmm. We had Jay Billis on the first remember time. Remember that loss of balance. Um, we had Mark Tressman on, a former coach of Chicago Bears, and one of the first big guests we had. And the basketball team, including Deuce, Mike, and Brick, got back a day late from Boston College and literally got back to our apartment within four minutes to spare for this Mark Tressman interview. I you was were freaking, freaking out. out. You were definitely you were going over the top. Dude, had, like, I, I was freaking out. Five messages from him back to back to back to back to back. Thought I was about to have to do a dolo. But uh, Herbie or TC, do you want to chip into this? Or? Yeah, well, my favorite GCS memory just happened, you know, right here, right now, when we started the show. A young Tommy was a little nervous. And quite literally, <laughs> we're going to have to do some editing work on that intro. But shout yeah, out to him. No, we have to, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I'm shout dead. out to him. My man, my man came with some good fire. We're good. Hey, uh, my memories just kind of pile up, you know, just a long, long car ride, just throw a podcast on. You sure. know, I've heard them all. It's. Legendary. I, I want to say that actually one just popped up to my head. Uh, Pedro Gomez interviewing him, ESPN legendary broadcaster. The guy does it all. I was nervous as shit before that interview. <laughs> I froze so badly on a question, uh, but he was I mean, he was a great sport. Uh, I think he even little buddied me, but he kept going on with the interview. That was one of my best memories at GCS. We could keep them flying. I don't know if you got anything else on your sleeve, Peaks. I just want to add to that. You remember that interview? So he knows your dad and obviously knows you. Yeah. But I did like the whole minute-long intro, and I was like, Pedro, how you doing today? 
And he said, uh, doing great, Deuce. How are you today? And then the whole ah. interview thought that it was nobody asking him questions but you, which is completely fine. The man was nice enough to give us a great interview. But it was awkward because every time he'd be like, yeah, Deuce, or, or anything for a Corciani. And I'd be like, hell yeah, but me and Mike are also here. Yeah, did, did he – I mean, maybe he thinks I'm just extremely talented changing on my voice. The Tom Gugliotta one, though. That was, that was probably my favorite interview. Googs was funny. Well, yeah. when we asked him about uh, his Mets and he had no idea what was going on <laughs> in the baseball scene, he thought the Mets and the Phillies were both uh, first and second place. Back in 2015, and he was like, "Dude, this is the year for the Phillies." And you, were, you looked at me, you're like, "No, it's not." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're about four years away. Our Phillies are right there, baby. Our Phillies are right there. We're knocking on the door. We're gonna get Manny Machado after the season. We might get Bryce Harper too. And Mike then Trout too. Mike Trout and Boogie Cousins. Boogie Jesus Cousins. Christ. Bring up Jesus. Bring uh, bring Yahweh. Bring <laughs> bring Allah in there, dude. We got, <laughs> Just messing, dude. A lot. He could be our closer. We need a closer badly. <laughs> oh, man, folks. It's been a pleasure as always. You can follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, Good Clean Sports. Send us some hate mail, goodcleansports at gmail.com. John Irby, Tommy Corciani, thank you so much for being on episode 50. It's been a pleasure. Any parting shots you guys have for the viewers? My mom says she's gonna listen to the episode. Hey, so what's, what's up, Mom? Mama Herbs. Yo, Ma. Hey, Ma, what's good, Ma? <laughs> hey, it was an honor. That's all I can say. Wrap it up, legendary. Hey, you're a good little buddy. Even though you live in South Carolina, the the uh, there's nothing good in South Carolina unless you like Myrtle Beach. But wow. <laughs> so tradition goes, folks. Most episodes, I'll go. As my man Duciani likes to say, and you know, he hits it with the Mamba's Audi, but you know, it's episode 50, we gotta kinda change it up. But I'm gonna put you on the spot, Deuce. I'm gonna say, as my man Duciani likes to say, and you're gonna say the first thing that comes to your mind. As my man Duciani likes to say from time to time, the Hornets will win the championship in 2036. Ooh! Ooh.